We are in Proverbs 17 today. I'm going to go ahead and just get started. Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. I'm going to turn that off. How do I always forget that? Okay, verse 2. A wise servant shall have rule over a son that causeth shame, and shall have part of the inheritance among the brethren. The fining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to a naughty tongue. Whoso mocketh the poor reproacheth his maker, and he that is glad at calamities shall not be unpunished. That's a mouthful, isn't it? If you mock the poor, you reproach your Lord. When you are glad, when trials and tribulations come upon someone, you will be punished. Verse 6. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Excellent speech becometh not a fool, much less do lying lips a prince. Verse 8. A gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that hath it. Whithersoever it turneth, it prospereth. A gift, sometimes known as a bribe, can bring temporary success and wealth. Bribery, on the other hand, it is sin. It is condemned. It hinders justice from being realized. Verse 9. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than an hundred stripes into a fool. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Verse 12. Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. Whoso rewardeth evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. This is illustrated in David's life. Remember, he rewarded Uriah's integrity and faithfulness with evil. And from the moment he did that, the evil did not depart from David's house. Verse 14. The beginning of strife is as when one letteth out water. Therefore, leave off contention before it be meddled with. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, even they both 
are abomination to the Lord. Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A brother is born to help us in our time of need. Maybe it's not the brother we're thinking of. Maybe it's a different brother from another mother. Verse 18. A man void of understanding striketh hands and becometh surety in the presence of his friend. He loveth transgression that loveth strife, and he that exalteth his gate seeketh destruction. He that hath a froward heart findeth no good, and he that hath a perverse tongue falleth into mischief. Okay, verse 21. He that begetteth a fool doeth it to his sorrow, and the father of a fool hath no joy. A merry heart doeth good, like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Verse 23. A wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. Wisdom is before him that hath understanding, but the eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her that bear him. Also, to punish the just is not good, nor to strike princes for equity. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise, and he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. If we're wise, we will restrain our speech. We will be cautious in what we say. We won't exaggerate the truth. We won't say things that could cause harm to others. Instead, we will speak carefully, precisely, accurately. We will strive to edify others with the things that we say. And that, of course, leads me to the scripture that says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. <laughs>